0: Hello everyone, welcome to Game Junk Prototype, episode 69, recording on Thursday, July 15th, 2021. My name is Frank. My name is Sean.
1: And my name is Andrew.
0: And the video game gods blessed us this afternoon with a huge announcement. The Steam Deck has been revealed. Uh, Definitely rumored for a while now, but it is now official. We're going to talk about that and what we think about it. Uh, maybe we've played some stuff. I haven't played much. We shall see. But, uh, let's get right into it. Steam Deck. Uh, I think it... Was it a video with Gabe that I saw somewhere? I didn't actually watch it. Like, I don't know if that was just something linked on the article I I saw. There was some kind of hands-on thing on IGN,
2: but I don't... I didn't watch it. Yeah, on
0: IGN, like, clearly some kind of... Like, there's a pre-planned kind of... Uh. All banner stories thing, like some kind of paid advertising for this announcement, which is fine, but uh, seems like it's a big deal, and I think it is kind of a big deal. I I mean, it's $400, plays all your Steam games, um, streams them as well, in a handheld that is, not surprisingly, very similar looking to the Switch, with the addition of two, I'm assuming those are touchpads under the analog sticks, Mm-hmm. Yep. i'm not sure if I'm crazy about the placement of the analog sticks in the d-pad it definitely feels like something or pardon me seems like something I would need to get in my hands um i don't know what do you guys think i'm in like irrationally hyped up for this thing i know I've been <laughs> wanting to buy a pc uh and I'm getting close but i don't know should I care about this should I be intrigued <laughs> Well, I mean, I was
2: excited, like, when we were talking about the rumors of this and thought it might be announced at E3. Um, So, I mean, I feel like it's definitely of interest to me. And, I I mean, maybe kind of comparable to you, Frank, in the sense that, like, I want to play stuff on Steam. I, You know... PC gaming has just always been a challenge in terms of staying on top of the hardware and just like I just as I've said many times, just don't like sitting at a desk playing games in front of my computer. So this is another option. And it, it does come with the or doesn't come with it, but you can purchase a dock for it as well. Correct. So that you can um play on your TV. Apparently
0: there's cool. storage wise three versions, I think sixty four, two fifty six, and five twelve. And yeah. from what I read the like speed of the storage and possibly other aspects of the console scale up between those models as well yes it does i know the and the actual memory like the hard drive or storage sp- space speed 100 percent skews up i don't know if they've actually said whether other aspects do i think they said uh, the other stuff is the same right except for the screen uh, yeah. right the 512 has like a non-reflective screen i'm pretty sure
1: yeah, anti-glare etched glass it says on the Steam Deck page on Steam. Oh, okay. And an exclusive carrying case. <laughs> Look at. <laughs> Man, you got oh, me. Yeah. But <laughs> for, I think for the, the Lolo 12, price yeah, uh, almost $1000 Canadian.
0: <laughs> oh, is that what it is Canadian? I think I saw well, it was 620
1: 820, 820 okay. Canadian. So, 6, six 660 Canadian for the middle.
2: 649 US for the the top level one. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think the, like the actual, like CPU and all that stuff is the same across the, the SKUs. Um, and I guess, you know, that's one of the big questions for me is like, you say, or you know, they're kind of just promoting it as like, Hey, it's, it's basically a PC it's running Linux, but it has this layer that can handle windows stuff. And apparently you can install windows on it if you want. But the thing is, like, where, like, specs-wise, where does this thing fall? And I was reading something today. I guess they're saying, is like, it's definitely more powerful than the Switch. It's definitely way less powerful than the Series X and the PS5. And it's kind of, like, in the same zone as the Xbox One PS4.
1: Yeah, that's what... I watched the IGN video, and that's okay. what the Valve guys were saying. They said it has... Uh, Four cores each can do two software threads, so basically eight threads uh, total. And it does what they say like two teraflops or whatever they that, whatever the one for the GPU is, however the GPU is, they eight is it teraflops?
2: I think it's teraflops.
1: Two, uh, it's two, so it's two teraflops. That's what they were saying. So uh, that was, and then they were saying that's kind of equivalent to the PS4, Xbox One level, which is pretty good because that's basically what your Steam library is consisting of right now. You don't really have anything higher than that. Um, you know, I don't think PS5 or Series X games are. Well, they are coming to Steam, but I mean, they're not. You're probably buying them on those platforms.
0: Well, and I, I assume typically they, with a lot of these games, if they come to PC, I'm sure there's like they plan for different uh, level of detail and graphics modes and stuff like that. So you could probably scale even some PS5 down to run on that. If you're going to make a PC version anyway, you're going to look into mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, I would guess they're probably trying to hit what they anticipate the next Nintendo system is going to be because you know, Nintendo systems seem to be a, a big or the switch anyway is a big home for indie games right now, which steam is as well. And I feel like they're going to want to like steal some of that marketplace uh, for, I think I, mean, I know a lot of those games are already on steam, but for people who want handhelds and want to play indie stuff, which was kind of a niche of the Vita as well. Um, maybe this is going to take over that spot. Honestly, I don't... And maybe... I'm sure there's people with a Switch that just play, like, Fortnite and stuff on it, like people's kids and Minecraft. So if you can have another handheld that does that uh, without some of the bullshit of Nintendo, I'm sure there's, like, gamer parents like us that uh, would be like, you know, you don't need Nintendo. We'll we'll do this instead. And you'll Mm -hmm. still get the same games, but... I don't know, I would still want to play Nintendo-exclusive stuff. That's why, the only reason I buy Nintendo consoles. So, but I, I I will probably buy this, I think. Unless there's, I get it in my hands and it just feels like absolute garbage. And I, I'm going to put this out to you two, because I have no clue. I've never heard a person, like... In all my discussions with people in the games industry, no one's ever come up to me and said, low-key, you know what the best controller is? The Steam controller. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel like their, their hardware and stuff like has like a cult following with those the touchpads that was supposed to be the big innovation on the Steam controller. And I assume a legacy kind of thing that these touchpads are. It's just weird because I, I'm, I'm guessing... There is some community that exists that likes those, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I had to use that t- just the touchpad on my PS5 for that chicory game a bit, and it was painful. So uh, I feel like that's a big mistake. That's that's space that prime real estate on the handheld being touchpads. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they. I'm guessing you can push them in as well. They're, maybe they're kind of easy access buttons and kind of going to replace the plus and minus or start and view buttons on other controllers. Maybe. Well, so one question is the t- is the screen touch screen as well?
2: That it, I is. I, it yeah, is. It is. Okay. I thought mm-hmm. I read it that it was, but
1: yeah, I'm looking at the tech specs right now. It says seven inch touch, touch screen.
0: Yeah. So that multi touch kind of does it say in the specs if it's
1: uh i'm assuming it is doesn't exclusively say that yet where i am but one second
2: yeah but i mean that kind of makes it a, a little weirder even that they're putting these touch pads on the side um yeah i don't know like looking at it the one thing that strikes me is like where the the actual face buttons are is really off in the corner it seems weird where that's placed
0: and that's the and, thing uh, until you get the like the side grips in your hands that like it might be pushing your hands in that spot it might work fine
2: i mean it's it's reminded me a lot of the GLAP. i gotta say <laughs> <laughs> so which you know is okay but not i mean it's like compared to like microsoft sony even nintendo stuff like it's not there so that could be so- an issue for sure
1: so it doesn't say if it's touch if it's multi touch or not. It just says is touch enabled. Yes. So that's not really much information. Also, uh, some things we didn't mention yet. It does have a micro SD card expansion slot. So you, and they said you can install. I was trying to look up what like the maximum size is, but it doesn't say on their tech specs. Their their tech specs are kind of lacking in tech specs. Um, <laughs> and then. Um, The other thing is you can, on the IGN video, they were showing that you can actually plug into that USB-C that's on top and connect that out to like HDMI television and then basically run it as if you were running kind of like the switch. Yeah, I've uh, heard like like
0: basically there's, you know, non-official dock type things that use that port Mm -hmm. uh, that similar setups will also work with this
2: yeah i mean uh speaking of the the ports and stuff one thing i was curious about is uh can you plug in like a vr headset into this thing like is that even a possibility like
0: i believe you can but it uh this isn't a the question and answer with ign can i play vr off of it No, maybe it meant on it uh, i don't know but uh <laughs> i mean it has all the connectivity you would just need a lot to do that but that's not really what we're optimizing the performance for so i'm reading that as uh probably not especially i think the native resolution is 720p and um it's like to do vr i think you probably need like 4k output uh at this stage to do something reasonable like two yeah i get maybe not maybe you need 2k really to do uh to do VR. So I'm sure it's possible on a game that is not very graphically intensive, but I wouldn't be banking on it, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I think it would. De- you're talking about doing VR out to a headset? Like yeah. running Yeah, off via the, the, the USB C.
0: I mean, I guess you could stream as well with. Uh,
1: with... I guess it would depend. Like, it really depends on the game because it would have to output higher. Because you're not, out, you wouldn't be outputting to the display, so you wouldn't have to do uh, 1080p. It would depend on the game. The, if the game can, you know, yeah, you force have to be- out that higher rate, given the speed of the computer yeah. that's inside this thing, you could, in theory, put out higher resolutions to a headset.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, I just doubt. Like, you know, based if this if it's built to run on a basically 1080p screen uh, that's native 720p, like you're really gonna have to push it to the limits i think but i who knows i don't know we don't know the tech specs as as huck mentioned so uh,
1: well yeah i i've seen some of those tech specs but um there was just some missing like i was saying with uh, like sd card and stuff
0: uh one thing worth mentioning that i wasn't aware of until just before we recorded oh i guess maybe worth mentioning 16 gigs of ram which is quite a lot for a handheld i would think and the um the back apparently has four programmable buttons as well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I don't think have been shown anywhere yet.
1: Yeah, isn't that kind of like the Xbox? What's that controller called? Isn't that like a pro? Yeah, Elite. Elite? Like Elite, yeah. Elite controller? Yeah, it does Yeah, those really are, those,
0: uh, uh, well, those are like usually, they're detachable kind of pads. So, I I mean, I don't think these are detachable. I think they're just oh, built yeah. into the system. So, uh, I don't know what they are exactly. But there are some images as well of kind of showing people plugging in arcade sticks into it. So, I don't know how many USB ports there are on the actual thing. Or let me go back and see if they're using yeah, a, so a dock for that. It only they might looks be using like
1: one from what I could tell from this. And, and I was also confused by that, too, because... Um, unless you can like plug into that USB-C and then have like a hub, like a like a USB hub or something like that, that it can function, like as long as there's enough power to that port. Uh, because in the IGN video, they were also talking about like plugging into an Ethernet port. I'm like, this thing's going to have an Ethernet port, but it, it must be like one of those like Ethernet to USB adapters that you can plug in or something. I don't know. Like, Unless don't maybe know they were they talking
0: about the yet-to-be-seen dock or whatever that will have that. Maybe.
1: Oh, maybe they were. It, it
0: looks like there's three USB ports
2: from what I'm seeing. One that's 3.1 and two that's 2.0. Okay.
0: And I guess the thing I'm looking at, it's. I don't think it's the dock with the two arcade sticks. It's like the Wii U stand almost uh, and... So I don't. I think the dock is going to have a little more going on than what I'm seeing here, and they're playing off the screen. So I'm assuming in dock mode you would not be playing off the screen. But uh, let's just put it out there: Will you buy hashtag buy buy buy? Are you in or out? I'm in, but
2: like I mean, I don't know if I'm in at the level of like pre-ordering tomorrow. Like, don't they go out for pre-order? Oh, do they tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I the think? 16th. Yeah. 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 So I, I
2: don't know if I'm quite willing to commit just right away, but I, I do foresee myself picking one up at some point.
1: And I must say I'm I'm kind of uh more hyped than I thought I would be for this thing. I don't know why. I mean I play Steam games at my computer. Now I'm not as like drawn to do it um as I might be. But I also I rarely play my Switch. And I don't know if that's just because the games that are on it, I don't feel like playing right now, or if it's uh, because it's of the shape and portable nature of it. I don't know. Normally when I play Switch now, I play on the TV with a Pro Controller. So that's not really this anymore. But I am... uh, Oh, the one thing we didn't mention too is that they were saying that because it's running the Steam OS or whatever, that the cloud saves the steam cloud saves are built right into it so you could in theory be playing on your computer then immediately go to your steam deck whatever this thing's called and your game's right there which is very appealing to me like if I do want to go somewhere and or whatever just not be on my computer I don't have to like have a new save file going it is the same game I was just playing on my computer so that's very appealing
0: if you have uh, a wifi no, that, connection of course
1: yeah i i mean like in my house basically yeah Yeah, i'm not gonna be going anywhere uh but (laughs) yeah i don't know i the the price tag is a sticking point for me right now it seems steep um for like just a game machine i don't remember how much this is more than like a switch i think we were talking about it's around the same isn't it well the base model switch
0: is 299 $299 us
2: right it's yeah but the new one that's
1: more. coming out is 350 isn't it yep yeah us and this is i think 350 399. Pom- 399 oh 399 okay so it is a little bigger but it is higher power i would say than the oh yeah it doesn't have that sweet oled okay did i
0: it? i didn't mention this i don't know if it's officially so. oled i don't think so uh do we have an official release date or is it's it just, just a window in
2: december it's Yikes. not like an official date just december december eh well i'm kind
0: of torn part of me is you know i want to get a gaming pc and it's like should i just fuck it and just get this and that's it knowing what my level of commitment is going to be but then the other side is like i don't play portable games like it seems like what am i going to use this for i want it but i'll probably buy it let's be honest but like (laughs) i don't Wouldn't I just be better taking my $1,000 and putting it towards an even better video card if that's what I'm going to do? Like, if I'm going to commit to a PC and then decide later, oh, yeah, maybe I'll. if I really get into PC gaming, which I highly doubt I will, like, then consider this thing or maybe a second iteration when they improve some stuff or if it's popular, they start, you know, even expanding options on it. Um, I feel like as much as I want it, I feel like I should just... If I was going to pre-order this tomorrow, just slide that money over to a better video card.
2: And I guess that's kind of the question is like, who's the audience, right? And it's like, I think you can look at it as like a competitor to the Switch, which, you know, I I think they have a shot at stealing some of that market. Like Like we've already been saying, like they have this, well, Steam, people have Steam libraries, like the game, people already have lots of games. They have the cloud saves, and, you know, sometimes like Steam games, like Steam's sometimes the first place where indie games in particular launch, right? So that's a bit of an advantage over the Switch, potentially, for that market of people who are buying the Switch and playing a lot of indie games. I mean, you're not probably going to get a lot of parents or anything like that, Uh,
0: but maybe. Can I put this out there while we're talking about this? Like, I don't think it matters. Like I don't think they can lose money on this, right? I, I'm assuming they make money on the console. They're going to have pre-orders. They're going to see how that goes. They well,
1: they're already, definitely going to make money on. They the, already
0: have an like, OS. They already have an ecosystem. Like it's just okay. We're making a like a PC with a screen. We're not going to lose money on them based on pre-orders. And then if it's good, great. If it's not, it, it'll be like the Steam Box and Steam Controller. Who cares? Well, I mean interestingly
2: i think they said i don't know if they said they're losing money on the console but they said the price point was painful for them i think that was the quote so indicating that they're coming in like super competitive (laughs) and they're looking at it for like a long-term gain and and probably just selling games on steam poor valve
0: with this price point i really feel bad for them (laughs) <laughs> oh, how? Oh, yeah, throw them a couple extra take... bucks when you buy it. You know they're really yeah. taking Trade it for a the few team more trading here.
1: cards. Give me a break. Yeah, did we talk about how we ca- how it's based on Linux? But they said you can wipe it. Yet, did we talk no. about that? So they they did mention that you can basically put any OS on it you want. Though it is running Linux by default with the Steam OS. So in theory, you could put Windows on it and you could then have your game pass app you could have epic store you could basically have all of your pc related game libraries on this thing so you don't even need now obviously those wouldn't then have um uh the steam cloud saves right because but you would get anything anything uh exclusive to microsoft now able to play handheld mode Uh, I almost think, like, this is kind of like we waited for Sony to put out Vita 2 and you didn't, so we're just going to put out this thing. And the fact that it is essentially, like, kind of off-the-shelf parts with, like, obviously some tweaks, but, like, the core of the insides is stuff you'd find, it's pretty compelling that they would be able to continue upgrading this as you know, console generations improve and you can just kind of buy like, you know, the Steam Deck 2 and the Steam Deck 3, just like you buy the iPhone next, you know, and you just keep being able to play portable games, uh, all your games portable, I should say. And that's that's pretty awesome. Like you don't have to have this custom hardware that the Vita has. Me as a developer, I don't have to go through any sort of custom... Um, cert process for this thing in theory. I mean, maybe they will have something just because there's the different control haptics and stuff. But, I mean, Steam is not very aggressive with their cert stuff, so (laughs) it's basically non-existent. It's like, did you fill in your bank account properly? They basically leave it to the Uh, community
0: (laughs) to complain about your game if it doesn't
1: support something. Yeah, so I mean... I think the potential for this thing is quite quite high uh, with further iterations down the road, and if this thing does well, which I actually suspect it'll do pretty well, uh, for anyone that's pissed off at Nintendo that they didn't release the Switch Pro or whatever they're going to call it, that's a big uh, thing. Probably going to go to this thing.
2: uh, I think that like the timing of this announcement is pretty. Huge. Oh, I think it like, worked
1: think, perfectly in Valve's favor.
2: Whether they were waiting, I don't know. But, like, just, you know, Nintendo announces this thing, everybody's disappointed, and then a week later, we have this thing that basically <laughs> it, it, is what you wanted. Like, that's pretty yeah. huge. Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess the one thing I'll add, like, whenever I see reviews, like, I've been looking at, or I've looked at reviews for Macs and other things before from tech YouTubers and stuff like that, the biggest complaint, typically with uh mac stuff and other pre-built things is like the paths for upgrading and how limiting they can be and being able to upgrade something in the future i'm kind of surprised that they did not take a more modular approach and like maybe it uses laptop parts i don't know specifically what this like the tech specs are for you to have a path to upgrade every part of this thing for a pc crowd i'm surprised that didn't happen to be honest and i don't know if they have a plan basically like to open the door for anyone to make their own version of this box like i think there, were, there was a steam box like this before where there was like people could make their own version of it that did not go well maybe that's why they didn't do that um but i'm kind of surprised it's there's not like hey, we use, you know, a laptop video card that you can swap out whenever you want or and maybe you can, but the fact that they're not saying that right now makes me think you can't. And for a piece P- PC people seem to love this. This seems to be a big deal. And I'm surprised that it's not part of the announcement. I don't care, it doesn't really matter to me, but
1: well, PC people have never had like a handheld thing, right? That they can yeah. use especially with their existing library. Like if you get if you have whatever uh any game you can in theory play on this and and you know most of steam is like kind of older stuff not really super cutting edge that people would have in their libraries so you can you could play a lot of games on this thing right away with no cost which is but, probably pretty impressive
2: that is kind of one of my questions though too is just like are they trying to capture like the the hardcore PC gamer market like i feel like this Isn't going to do that, but I mean, it it could, you know, kind of be like a slow build and slow, slowly win them over if, you know, they realize, hey, I can still have my PC and play my games there. This is just like a little play on the go and and use my cloud saves or something. But like, yeah, generally, I think what you're saying is right, Frank. That like it's it's simpler and it's it's kind of seems like it's trying to steal the Switch market a bit more than just going for the pc gamer i
0: mean the biggest issues with something like this i'm assuming would be cooling and uh you know power supply stuff otherwise i think if it was possible they would say hey look this is the foundation of the system swap your chip swap your ram swap your gpu or something like that right i don't think you can do that because of limitations for cooling and power but that would have been a real game changer if you ask me If if you if you could have put whatever you want in this thing, like, it's impossible. Maybe it's a pipe dream, but that would have been yeah. enormous. But uh, there was... Shit, I just had another thing I wanted to bring up. It'll come back to me. Someone else, go ahead.
1: It, it looks like a pretty tight form factor. Yeah. I can't imagine them just being like, oh, yeah, just open this slot and, like, slide in whatever you want. I can't imagine that. I bet, I bet it's pretty custom-built inside. Oh, but, yeah.
0: Like, uh, I thought uh, maybe they would, like... I'm saying you would plan it to, like accommodate that in some way like the actual shape of the console when you're designing it and i'm i'm sure they probably did and it's like no i don't think people want that in a handheld
1: yeah you'd probably need to make it a lot bulkier yeah to incorporate sort of like plug and play type stuff but
0: i remember what i was gonna say is this like a nail in a coffin for or at least for the foreseeable future like let's say five or ten years for streaming games like cloud games like there's been reviews for XCloud. They're not that great. Stadia has been doing promotional stuff. We've debated a long time about bandwidth capabilities and whether or not we're there yet for this type of stuff. Still doesn't seem like we're there yet. And like if that if we were there, if we thought we would be there in the next five years, there's no way Steam releases this thing. Like, everyone would be like, why would I need this? I can stream any game with the best specs ever on my phone if I, if I think that's going to happen in one to two years, this doesn't exist. So I trust on an iPad. Yeah. I trust valve to evaluate that uh, business landscape. I mean, the only counter argument would be, Oh, that is coming in two years. We've been working on this for a while. We need to sell it now before that happens. And I guess this would work with that anyway. So it's just, we're not like killing ourselves by releasing it, but I kind of read this as, yeah. Uh, cloud gaming is five to ten years away i mean i kind of agree with you but
2: just to work in the other news story from this week netflix is going to change everything baby
0: (laughs) okay i think netflix i mean we talked briefly about this there's nothing being said i think they're going more down the black mirror path like kind of interactive uh i think you would design games specifically for that platform and they would be a different type of experience. Just a hunch, I mean, that, or that's how it would start, maybe. As that, technology, that improves.
2: seems the most likely. But it's just weird that they're hiring like actual, you know, game industry people. Uh, like I could see it maybe like sort of like 2D, arcade-y type games to start with. I, I can't see them doing like a like a Stadia type thing like that is way beyond Well, you're
0: still going to want to hire game industry people it's not just because it's like not as complex a game you still want game designers and people who have worked on game platforms before and if you want to scale up technology eventually as well like it doesn't hurt to have that type of experience i just think you know like they have already
2: the technology and they've already done these sort of like choose your own adventure type movies and tv shows like this seems like it's something beyond that i just don't know what that next step is so I'm curious but yeah I really don't think they're going to be competing with xCloud and Stadia or anything at least not initially
1: and just going back to the whole streaming thing I don't think it's there I tried I mean I have quite fast internet and I tried the iOS uh, test of iCloud oh uh, no what's it called xCloud Cloud. And it was not good. Like I remembered it. I remember testing Tomb Raider on my old crappy Android phone, and like a while ago. And it, I think it felt better. So if they're not able to stream it through Safari on iOS, that's a big problem for yeah, streaming. They, they... And like I'm pretty sure I get over a hundred megabits per second down, easy, uh, even over Wi-Fi, over my 5G. So I mean, it's it, it should be enough speed to handle it and it's not so
2: the the native uh android app is pretty good but yeah the browser stuff is definitely not there so
1: and stadia is all browser right it's all through chrome yeah I, well uh or do they have an app do they have an
0: app I, well yeah they I have believe an they android have an app, app for uh at least when it launched it was exclusive to certain phones including all Google Pixels. Um, but I think there's a specific app in those cases. Okay. I do remember it working pretty good in Chrome, though. Like, definitely yeah. better than xCloud. I've used it in instances, and it worked pretty well. But still, I mean, it's that one second it doesn't work well. It's like, it's somewhat forgivable in a movie. Even then, it annoys the piss out of me. But in a game when you need feedback like it's brutal it's just not going to cut it for certain types of games that's why i guess i'm not surprised netflix or why i'm leaning into the idea that they would do very light uh non-intense type game design that's suited for streaming platforms but again that's just a huge guess
1: yeah Yeah. i mean you and that's the i mean with a movie it's basically just your internet is a problem and just because you can't buffer enough or whatever. But um, with the games, like you, you're sending data back and forth constantly. You're not just like receiving the video. You can't buffer anything, right? Because the player could turn the camera at any time. So you can't really... I mean, yeah, what could you buffer? I don't know. I guess <laughs> nothing. You're basically... You're forced to do it on the fly. So if you or, have any hiccup at all, you're going to notice it immediately.
0: Maybe that's kind of what Sean was alluding to with the 2D stuff, where it's like a fixed background where it's always kind of loaded and you don't have to worry about like multi-directional camera. Maybe that is like you make certain assumptions like that and you can do better stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you do a, a system where it actually does load like the entire background, the way like it would buffer, like you do some kind of weird hybrid where it's like buffering video, but you're buffering a 2d background and, you know, just kind of keeping sprites in one place, and you do kind of run it like a game on a TV, like through a buffer. system. Now you're talking system. Netflix, right? Yeah. The next, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, the Netflix thing, like, when you start thinking about it, like, it's like, well, what devices are they going to support? Are they going to, like, are, are all these games going to have to be playable on a TV remote? Like, are they, you know, like,
0: I, I, don't, I, guarantee I don't know you, I I any controller, any phone, you'll be able to connect it.
2: Yeah, I guess that's true, but I, I still feel
0: like it's not even like dual stick seems like beyond what they would try attempt, but I not know. not in the scenario I laid out because there's no lag at that point. It's kind of running if it's a small subset of memory of the buffer that's you're using it for, uh, like playing animations on a pixel or something like that, and then. The rest part of the buffer is for the background that's incoming. There could theoretically be no lag. It's it's more like
1: if they if they force the quote unquote games to only be in the Netflix apps, then they can update the app to have essentially like a little game loop running. Um, and do the rendering locally. Like, you don't even need to stream yeah. it. Like, you could stream the game code and, yeah. like, the, the assets. And then it basically is just like you're, you know, and, and maybe it queries what, what level or what what certain asset it needs at that time. But couldn't it be like only, an
0: HTML5 yeah. game or something like that almost at some yeah. point? Like, yeah, I mean, and it's then the basically only... like a browser based. A- and yeah, like, on, yeah. to- on top of that, you could also, like, um... oh shit, like the only lag is if you have a complex collision system that you need to, like, you know, get feedback from and change the, the level. So, like, that's, everything else seems kind of doable, but, I don't know. Or, uh, plus, TV specs are probably changing, too. and Or you may, they might say, look, this version of Netflix, you need an apple tv at minimum or a certain type of roku or android box that they can rely on a certain amount of memory for or processing so doesn't mean it has to play on every tv necessarily mm-hmm. yeah that's true we just crushed it we just invented netflix gaming way to go guys <laughs> <laughs> all right anything else to say about uh steam deck i'll be taking an upper decker this december <laughs>
2: yeah i mean no i'm i'm gonna keep keep my
0: eye on whatever information comes out about it but i'm definitely interested i did notice i had death stranding on my wish list on pc and then i'm not it went on sale after the steam sale yesterday i think i got a an email notification and of course the game that's featured on the banner on ign is death stranding so (laughs) Hmm. What one other Definitely thing I like? Planned, I think.
1: The Steam Deck slogan, oddly, I've only seen it on the developer website. Get your hands on deck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right.
1: So keep that in mind.
2: Is it better or worse than Steam Pal? Wasn't that what the rumored name was going to be?
1: Uh, I'd say it's better. I think. I, I don't know. Pal sounds too friendly for Steam. Steam's not, not Nintendo.
2: The only issue is you like she just called I, it solid. <laughs> I saw like I was trying to Google some stuff about it, and there's uh, a device called Stream Deck, Elgato Stream Deck, which is like some sort of. Oh, they announced it. They announced a new one the same day. Well, that's even weirder. But yeah, so like there is another device, Stream Deck versus Steam Deck that could cause some confusion. I don't know how popular this thing is, but it's like uh, you know for streamers like to be able to do uh, editing on the fly, I think, and stuff like that.
1: Hmm. They should have just called it like the Steam Rita or something.
0: Like See the I'm marketing sorry. campaign now. Switch to Steam.
1: There you go. Do it.
0: They're going to turn that switch into. A negative verb. Uh, all right, we done with this thing? Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right. Let's get into what we played. I don't have much. Anyone want to go first?
1: Sure, I can go first. I uh, did my finest to try to beat Cross Code <laughs> uh, before tomorrow, and I am going to fail miserably. <laughs> like, it is way longer than I thought. Uh, I, was, I thought I was looking about halfway into it, through.
0: And I think it said it takes like 35 hours.
1: Well, yeah. I'm like 30 hours right now, and I definitely have at least five hours left. And so I have all the powers now. So I don't think I have anything more to complete, but I'm getting to the point now where the battles are actually very hard, and I'm having to redo them multiple times to like refine my technique of fighting specific enemies, and it is taking multiple tries of each uh, encounter, each boss fight. Uh, The puzzles are getting harder, obviously. So, although I really appreciate the design of everything still, and how all the different powers work. So you have fire power, ice power, and then you get, uh, like, electricity. I think they call it jolt. And then you get this, like, wave power that kind of passes through things and allows you to teleport. So there's, like, a lot of really cool design Uh, manipulation they do in the puzzles with each of the different powers. That really works well. Uh, But yeah, it's getting long. Now, I'm not really like tired of it yet, which is good. But definitely the difficulty of the battles is slowing me down and making me not really want to go back right away. So I put in probably like, I don't know, at least 10 hours this past week trying to get through it all and And I'm not going to make it. It's going to leave Xbox and then I'm going to have to go back to my Steam version where I'm way behind. And I probably will just watch a Let's Play instead and just see what happens and see what the kind of other design uh, things they come up with. Because it's just just too much, I believe, right now for me to conquer.
2: Well, you know, it's like if Microsoft was smart, and I haven't really paid attention if they do this, but like when a game leaves Game Pass, they should have it on sale like the next week. They usually have it for sale the week of... Oh, yeah, really? they
1: do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's and it, I think it's just for the Game Pass people, if I recall. So it's like, if you like this, you can get it for cheap.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it's, any well, gold technically, which comes gold. With, uh, with Game Pass. So just buy yeah. it, man. What are you doing? Finish off.
1: Well, I already have it on Steam. I don't want to buy it twice. I'm not you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is it, like six bucks? Uh,
1: yes. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know the price. If it's that cheap, I, I would consider it, but... I don't think it's that cheap. I think it's like twenty at least.
2: All right. Sean, you wanna go while I look this up? Sure. So I played a game called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion.
1: I've I've heard of this.
2: Yeah, it's a little indie game. I, I I finished it. It's pretty short. It's like probably under three hours, I would say. And it's uh it's kind of Zelda esque, I guess, but it's it's more of a I mean, it's got a sense of humor, it's kind of cute and charming, you play a turnip, and you know, other characters in the world are different types of vegetables, and you basically are just going around doing these tasks for people, Um, and there there is a bit of a story, it's kind of ridiculous, like it just doesn't take itself very seriously at all, Um, but the some of the puzzle stuff was pretty good, I thought. Um, the combat is not the best, it's a bit sluggish. I played it on the Switch and there definitely seemed to be some performance issues, like there would just be these occasional little hitches um, when you're kind of moving across the screen. Uh, but, you know, and, and it's, it's not a very difficult game, although there was one boss fight that I found just very frustrating and not very well designed. But um, but overall, I still kind of enjoyed it. It's kind of one of those ones you look for on a Steam sale or <laughs> eShop sale and might be worth picking up. But uh, yeah, I had fun
0: with it. Cool. All I've really played is Mario Golf. I uh, did some more of the Quest mode or whatever it's called. I really love... I haven't changed since last week. I love the golfing. And I love, like, the the shot controls. I like how they're adding stuff in quest mode, like the, the power-ups and the uh, the cross-country uh, golf, I think it's called, or something like that. Like, I think those are kind of fun. I just... The running stuff, it's just like, it's not even a thing. You You're just hitting the dash as soon as you can. There's really no strategy to it at all. It's just, like, do it as fast as you can. And it's not fun. I I literally want a golf game. I don't even want to have to fast forward my shot. I want to hit the ball. You tell me where I landed. Let me hit my next ball. I just want to be as get as good at golfing as I can. I don't care where it lands. I don't want to watch it land. Just let me go. Gotta, I'm the guy. You when you play golf in a group, I'm like, I'm the person. And this used to happen in monkey ball too. Tap a, tap a, tap a, and Sean's probably the guy that never taps a. But he's was like, let's go, Sean, tap a. What are we waiting for? I want to play, and uh, that is you gotta admire the shot. Like I, I am I mean, always the guy saying tap a when you're trying to skip to the next player in multiplayer games, and uh, oh, just give what, me a nice golf experience. Yeah,
2: the battle golf thing in like single player. For, like and you know i barely i only put in like a, a couple hours maybe uh it wasn't really it didn't seem that fun i agree it, it the only way that seemed fun to me would be for multiplayer and then we were going to try and play multiplayer this week and you can only do two player split screen at yeah. a time
1: like that's,
0: that's bad. bad
1: that, that is bad that's it eh is there any online multiplayer at all
0: Online you can play 4, I think, but, like, locally, Sean was at my house last night and we oh, couldn't, we couldn't
1: okay. play 4Play. Yeah,
0: just seems You like could even be... do the,
1: like, Wi-Fi thing or Bluetooth thing or whatever they do? I don't that, know.
0: That, like... Oh, that's Maybe. weird. One other very small complaint. They've got this mode where you run up to the ball to take your next shot. Sometimes you get to your ball and it doesn't register. And I... I think the reason is especially on the the green it's computing like the the breaks and like that grid that they have to show and rather than like delay you once like rather than snapping directly to that view and waiting for the the grid to load they wait till they can actually show it for you cuz I notice it takes longer on more complex pots, like where the math equations are probably crazier and that's really annoying like If you're going to do this mode, it should be consistent every time. You get to your ball. I get to my ball, and it's like, am I close enough? Am I not close enough? What is this? And then, like, two seconds later, it takes me to the putting thing. I'm like, this is brutal. Your console is weak as shit. Step it up, Nintendo. (laughs) Holy crap. That is awful.
2: There we go. I was waiting for it.
0: Well, let's be honest. Come on. If you can't (laughs) compute the grid on your putting green, like... And have two people playing this fucking game? What is going on? You're living in the past. People, wake up! Buy the Steam Deck! <laughs> Shut so, Nintendo down. Jesus. Uh,
2: so I had one other thing to mention, uh, which is I tried out um, the Salmon Max VR game which I kind of just blind bought and I'm kind of regretting a little bit. I mean, it's not quite what I expected. So obviously if you know, Sam and Max classic LucasArts point and click adventure game, they did, I think, was it telltale? I think that was like one of the first I think like, so, yeah. telltale things they did to sort of bring it back. And, uh, and so there have been some other ones since, and now they put it out for VR, um, not telltale. I, I forget who the developer is. And I've been saying for a while, like, VR seems like a great way to kind of do the classic point and click adventure thing, and just make it more interactive. And instead of just pixel hunting, like you can actually open drawers and look around. And so, I kind of thought that's what this was going to be. So far, that is not what it is. They basically have a bunch of different mini games, and they let you try the mini, like these different mini games, like ones like a, you know. Uh, target range one is uh, this sort of like version of Simon Says to defuse a bomb and there's like an obstacle course and so they give you these things and you can play them over over and over again and try to set records for yourself or whatever and then once you've done those they give you like a case that basically takes all those mini games and puts them in sort of a story and that I did the first one of those and it was not very compelling and on top of it it was kind of glitchy like certain things if you didn't do them in exactly the right order you'd kind of be stuck and it wouldn't progress to the next thing that was supposed to happen so i was kind of not impressed i you know the voice acting and stuff is pretty solid and the writing for the characters is fun and there's some enjoyment just seeing these cartoon characters in front of you and kind of being able to interact with them in some way but uh, yeah, overall, it uh, was not what I thought it was going to be, and I'm a little disappointed. So uh, check out some reviews if you were at
0: all thinking of picking this up. <laughs> I love games where you get to set records for yourself. That's a blast. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, like time trials I know, or whatever. It's, still... but
2: it's, it's, it's yeah, just basic stuff. Super fun.
1: Sounds like it might be time to make a Who Framed Roger Rabbit VR game. Get that same...
0: Oh I can imagine uh, the weasel you got to keep the weasel in the water <laughs> when your handcuff co- oh, that'd be good
2: <laughs> I mean, I want to yeah. live that moment could, could do some amazing stuff with it for sure
1: definitely uh I got one more okay uh i play i I was feeling like playing Phantasy star four, and I had never played any of the other fantasy stars, so i Decided to play Fantasy Star One for the Sega Master System, and it is uh, old. <laughs> it's an old game, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's really not as bad as I thought it was going to be. There is quite a bit of grinding required, which is pretty you know standard fare for games. This this long ago, but I, am actually really impressed with what they were able to pull off. I looked it up. It came out in 1987. They have like 3d dungeons, similar to, I believe Ultima was like one of the first games that did kind of like walking 3d through a dungeon. And they do that on the Sega Master System, which seems like it would be really hard to do. And, uh, battles are pretty traditional there are a few quirks like there could be multiple enemies but you can't choose which one you target so it just kind of randomly chooses which one it also doesn't show them all visually on the screen it'll only show one sprite and then in the top right corner it'll just have multiple uh, lists of their names so there are little quirks like that but it did have a lot of the roots that I remember from Phantasy Star 4 where like each character has sort of a unique weapon and that weapon does, you know, something different, which kind of makes them interesting to play with and gives it a bit of strategy. Although in this game, because you can't target specific enemies, that strategy's not really too much there. And uh, it's got kind of like the space traveling between planets. And overall, I'm I'm surprisingly enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, other than the grinding, some of the some of the um, dungeons are would be really hard without a map. So I'm using essentially a walkthrough of some of the dungeons. I'm also using um, like a play along because some of the stuff is like find... There was one thing like find the wooden flute in like the corner of the village or something like that, or like in the village. It didn't even tell you where. And it was turned out you had to go to this like particular bush in like the corner and hit the search option, which you like never use ever in the game. <laughs> um, so it's just like, just like little things like that, like older things that people thought, oh, this will make people search around and it'll be fun, but it's not fun, and they hadn't really figured that out yet. So overall, um, surprised how much I like it, and I kind of want to keep playing the Final Fantasy Star games until I get back up to number four. But uh, yeah, I don't have that much time right now, so we'll see. We'll see when I get back to this one, but. It's fun. I was
2: just trying to think what the first uh, first-person dungeon crawler was that I can remember playing, and I, for some reason I was thinking like one of the Wizardry games, maybe. But I don't know. I'm just looking them up now, and like the earliest ones definitely are not, or it doesn't look like they are. So I don't know. But, but Fantasy Star must be one of the first, right?
1: Maybe. I I feel like they took it from something else.
0: I think so, too. I think thought it was like
1: Ultima 4. So Ultima 4 I'm seeing Uh, has it, and Ultima 4 came out in 85. So it was definitely before. And I don't know if Ultima 3 or Ultima 2 before that had it. Probably not, but yeah. Oh yeah, maybe it does. I don't know, I'm seeing some screenshots here. So yeah, it, it came out. It feels like it was the first thing that was like when western developers started trying to make like quote unquote dungeons and dragons style thing i feel like that was kind of like one of the first things they did yeah
0: all right i don't have anything else i everything i try or to get into i just it does not take at all i'm hoping in 24 minutes Skyward Sword. <laughs> well, I'm feeling... I ne- I have an oh, inte- oh, my
1: God. You're seriously going to subject yourself to Skyward Sword. I am. I bought it too.
0: I I pulled the
1: trigger. Oh, you guys are.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what's funny? The big selling point that I've been reading about is they shortened all the tutorial stuff. (laughs) Like, it's hilarious that that's how they're selling this game, and yet it's working. By how
1: much? Like five hours, or uh, by less?
2: I don't know. Like, I don't know if they actually cut stuff out, or if they just kind of made it that
0: you can skip things. Like, I
1: oh, I I did hear that you could skip dialogue and skip cutscenes. Yeah.
0: If the tutorial is there, I am playing the tutorial. I am playing the game as (laughs) it was intended to be played. I like tutorials for the most part. They don't bother me. And that's never been an issue with me for Zelda games. I want to play a classic Zelda game or classic style Zelda game so I can further cement my opinion that Breath of the Wild is the most overrated game (laughs) of all time.
1: I don't know if this one is going to be the one that does that. Maybe you should play Wind Waker. Well, that's
0: why it's the ultimate one to play, because it's like this is notoriously one of the worst, and if I have fun with it, it's the best counterpoint against uh, Breath of the Wild. So I don't understand how that's going to prove anything with Breath of the Wild, just because other Zelda games are good. And Look, I've I've, I've been working on a list in my head for points (laughs) as to why Breath of the Wild is the most overrated game. You know, I, I catch flack, uh, and I just checked the film junk comments. Someone was saying maybe Frank should play his number six game of the year, Red Dead Redemption, finally. Red Dead Redemption 2. And, I mean, that's a very good point, but uh, a video game journalist, I respect their opinion. Tim Rogers had Breath of the Wild on, like, I think one of his best games of the decade or ever, and he never even finished it. Like and i so many people i talked to were like yeah i never finished it amazing game never finished it if you don't finish it that tells me an awful lot and i would really like to know how many people finished breath of the wild that say it's amazing
2: i mean red dead could very well be the same for that it could kind be kind
0: of thing but Huck, did you finish breath of the wild
1: no i uh finished i got i got the master sword and i got the horse and I got three, I think, three of the four uh, Guardians.
0: Okay, I got two.
1: So I was working my way there. I was almost there. But you didn't.
0: You quit, right? Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting. I would have gone <laughs> like, back, I... though. I'll go back. I think many people would call that the one of the best games, if not the best game of the 2010s. And no one, yes. well, not right. no one, Sean has finished it. Many people who I talk to never finish that game. Well I was just going to say like
2: my experience with the game was that I kind of didn't want to finish it. I just kind of wanted to keep doing other stuff in the world. So like I kept putting it Nintendo
0: off. Nintendo rationalization. <laughs> I mean that's just I, like, I don't This know. game I, was so good it hurt to finish it i couldn't finish it get real you can still explore once you finish it no one's stopping you from finding the other korok seeds if it's what your heart desires so much (laughs) it's just you know it's like comparing it to like stuff like grand
2: theft auto and red Dead, where people just like spending time in the world hanging out doing whatever like i felt like breath of the wild was kind of one of that one of those games hot take worlds are
0: overrated moving on we done here.
1: <laughs> I, I want to say, I have a hot take. Frank's Game of the Year next week will not be Skyward Sword oh.
0: HD. <laughs> it's going to be tough to knock out Ratchet and Clank. I'll tell you that right now. It's It'll take... Horizon might. I have a feeling it's not. Based on my attempt to replay the Frozen Wilds, I I just I can't get into it again. I, it's like I need to start at the beginning, and it's not going well, so... Um, I don't think it's going to change. I'm pretty locked into Ratchet and Clank at this point, but we will see. All right. Thanks for listening uh, or watching on youtube.com forward slash game junk. Uh, you can check out Andrew on Twitter at equilibrium sis or my angry commute. And Sean is film junk. And we will be back next week with zelda hot takes coming out of our asses is that is the ea thing next week or is
2: that still a week away it I is a remember. week
0: it is next thursday yeah we'll probably be talking about that okay cool <laughs> okay because i'm probably gonna play skyward sword for two hours <laughs> i'd be like what a waste of money but who gives a shit
1: right <laughs>
0: all right see you next time bye-bye